This is the Kavnis HR Podcast, and we want you to be great every day. Join us as we transform the human resources outsourcing industry while we talk to small business owners, founders, and people in tech, startup, and HR spaces. Now, please welcome your host, Jason Kavnis. Hello, and welcome to Kavnis HR Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Kavnis. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download for for a 30-day trial at www.audibletrial.com slash cabinetshr. They have over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, and P3 player. Our guest today is Tej Yale. Tej, you ready to be great today? Absolutely. Tej is a founder CEO of Think Impact Incorporated, a digital marketing company based out of Rochester Hills, Michigan. Think Impact Incorporated specializes in marketing consulting, marketing research, social media management, website management, event management, business support, product management coordination. The company was founded in June 2017 after it was approached by local businesses needing help with a marketing branding strategy. They have three to four years of experience within the market industry, working for different organizations that range from local government, sports entertainment, a large global corporation, and an automation company specializing in auto- autonomous vehicle vehicle for industrial industrial applications. In addition to serving as CEO of Think Impact Incorporated, Justin serves as a marketing product coordinator from AIM Incorporated, an auto- a automation company specializing in autonomous vehicles for industrial applications company based out of Rochester Hills, Michigan. His responsibilities include working with a global marketing team to develop marketing collateral for company-wide events, developing website content, and developing corporate brochures and presentations for senior level management. He received his bachelor's and master's of medicine administration with a specialization in marketing from Oakland University in Rochester Hills, Michigan. His interests are swimming, basketball, tennis, traveling, and cooking. Yes, you have quite a varied um, background right there. You're doing a lot of things right now. What's how you mean? How are you maintaining all the doing all this and you know keeping everything in order? Yeah. Um, so between um, AIM and Think Impact, it's definitely keeping me on my toes. Um, but you know, I'm always one that likes to stay busy um, and pride myself on challenging myself and learning new skill sets. And um, so AIM, I work. Um, during the day and think impact. I also work full time. Um, both are in different fields. Um, so I'm constantly learning new trends within the engineering industry, obviously coming from a marketing background. I also try to keep up with the engineering industry and also spend my time on uh, think impact, uh, working with our clients and helping them increase their digital footprint online as well. Now I found it, you know, interesting that they're doing like a anonymous vehicles in Detroit. Cause when people think about it, Detroit is the first thing that come up. They think Google, Tesla, Uber. So I find yeah. it very interesting that actually Detroit's actually trying to do this. Is Detroit like right with they're, they're with Tesla? They're far behind, or as far as the technology? Um, I think in terms of the technology, we're we're slowly catching up. I think uh, University of Michigan they launched launched their first autonomous um, people mover on the campus in Ann Arbor. Um, so students are getting a firsthand experience using the um, automated te- autonomous technology firsthand. Um, but I think, you know, obviously with partnerships with uh, Chrysler and Uber slowly trending in that field, I think there's a lot more to come. And, and hopefully, you know, being that Detroit is an automotive hub, hopefully hoping that that technology comes to Detroit. But I think we're still um, catching up to that type of technology. Yes. 
Can you talk about the process you went through as far as like wanting to start your own business? Like, how did it happen for you? Yeah. Um, so I had, you know, being in the marketing industry for about three to four years, um, you know, working different corporate jobs and internships, um, you know, working for government organizations, large corporations um, that, you know, and local businesses found, uh, found us actually in terms of local businesses needing help with their marketing and branding strategy. And so having that work experience combined with my MBA, um, that was the genesis of how the company came into fruition. You know, start my own company. And my father, who has his own company, whose company is actually AIM Incorporated, seen success with his entrepreneurial journey. I also wanted to experience that on my own. And I think um, by doing so, it, it allowed me to realize the work involved in running a business and also learning the different facets within a business, too. That may not necessarily be seen through a traditional career path. Is there a certain size of business or, or industry that you like to focus on? You know, being a year in, um, we focus on a wide array of industries. Um, currently, we have clients in the engineering field, property management, and other businesses within Michigan and out of Michigan as well. Um, so we like to work with any client that likes that wants to improve their digital footprint that um, you know may not have necessarily the the right um, expertise to do it on their own and that's where we come in and and help them run their uh, marketing campaigns and help them increase their digital footprint online. Now, does most of your business come from word of mouth, or do you actually have your own marketing plan to bring your business? Yeah, um, some of it comes in, comes from word of mouth with the few clients that we have, but we've also been uh, using social media to leverage a lot of our, customer, our client base, um, particularly through um, Twitter and LinkedIn. LinkedIn, obviously, being a professional network, um, they're they're able to see the type of work we do um, as we list it on our websites. So they're able to see the kind of work that we do. Um, and that's really been how we've been getting clients through LinkedIn and through networking events as well, um, local Detroit business-related events as well. Now, there's, there's so many people out there that do what you do, like so many companies, so many individuals. Why would a, a company come to you for their business versus someone else? Um, because for us, we like to work with uh, local businesses, and we're also cost-conscious, cost-effective with the clients that we work with. Um, so uh, from a pricing standpoint, we like to work with the client directly to make sure both parties are, are satisfied, not just us kind of introducing our services and saying, hey, this is how it works, um, but really trying to engage with our clients and work hand-in-hand hand and um, having a transparent work ethic at the local level and through that get more referrals for business. So let's say there's a company out there. Why, why should they bring you on versus hiring their own internal uh, marketing person? What's the advantage or disadvantage of doing both? Um, the advantage of having us is, again, we're very transparent. Um, you know, we don't have any hidden fees or anything like that, and we're very well worse within the marketing industry. Um, again, having been in the industry for about three to four years, um, I've certainly gained a lot of knowledge through um, different avenues. And so we have a, you know, we also have a small team of, of three interns that work with us on a contractual basis. And they're also well, pretty well versed within the marketing industry as a whole. Um, so I think that's where, and we also operate at a hyper local level. Um, and so that would be an advantage of why we would be better than our competitors. Can you talk a little bit about how the tech and startup scene in the Detroit area is right now? Um, there are a lot of um, tech and startup companies. I actually just went to a conference um, last Friday in Ann Arbor um, where there were about 80 plus startup companies, which uh, 
was pretty cool to see in terms of them talking about their respective technologies and um, what they have to offer, especially at a local level. It's something that I didn't, I mean, I knew that Ann Arbor was a tech hub, in fact, uh, 80 plus companies to be at that conference this particular week in downtown Detroit, you know, with all of the co-working spaces like WeWork and Tech Town um, being, you know, centrally located in Detroit, they're actually having a startup conference this week where they're also touching on, you know, the Detroit tech scene and kind of the diverse startups that are located within the Detroit area in all different industries, not just necessarily limited to marketing or technology, um, but social impact related companies and different industries. Next, can you tell us about a time you were success in the past, what you learned from this success and what we can learn from this? Yeah, so the, the success, the biggest success that I'm proud to say is actually the formation of Think Impact. Um, you know, uh, starting a company, obviously it wasn't an easy decision, but I felt that with the skill set that I, that I gained through internships and work, um, that that provided me with a, an advantage of some of my other, um, of other competitors, of other companies, plus the fact that I'm, I'm pretty young and still always trying to keep up with the trends and doing my research and challenging myself and having my parents support as well, um, that kind of, that was the biggest strength. And also when I look to bring on a potential client, I don't necessarily look at it from strictly a monetary perspective. I look at, uh, look at it from the standpoint of, you know, the services that we provide, how can we provide value? How can we support our local businesses that we work with and trying to build a more in it to build genuine relationships and an honest and integrity based culture and work ethic and, um, you know, I often work till pretty late and um, working 24 by 7 by 365 just because I'm very passionate about what I do and I genuinely like it. Um, in terms of what others can learn, you know, if you have a passion for a specific skill set or a subject area and you feel that you gain knowledge through different avenues, then go all, you know, and you want to start a business, go for it. But also be prepared to face reality in different phases of the entrepreneurial journey and let that uh, motivate you to, you know, to go big with your company and provide good or achieve great accomplishments along the way. You bring up a good point. When you start a business, you don't need lots and lots of support. There's no way you can do it by yourself. You need people supporting you. And that's a very good point you bring up. So a follow-up question, talk about the time you failed in the past, what you learned from this, and what we can learn. Yeah, so early on in my um, business career, I always had um, a passion to pursue a career in sports management. Um, you know, I lo loved every facet of it, from the operations, to the marketing, to building um, genuine relationships. And so in an effort to try to meet that goal, I secured internships with local sports and marketing firms, entertainment firms. Um, I even interned as a college intern for Oakland University's athletic department, hoping that that would lead me to my, you know, full-time job in the athletics industry, in the sports management industry. Um, unfortunately, none of those internships led to a full-time job uh, within the sports industry, but it did teach me a very important lesson very early on, um, and that was to not have a tunnel-minded vision in terms of having um, one-track mindset um, and not to just invest everything in, you know, all, all your eggs in one basket, so to speak. And it taught me to, you know, spread the same amount of energy, same amount of passion, um, but with, but within different industries, um, you know, on a much broader level and invest in, uh, those vested interests. Next, can you tell us about someone who has helped in the past and how they helped you? Yeah, my parents, for sure. Um, they've supported me, you know, every, 
along every step of my um, professional and personal endeavors, supported me, um, you know, in high school. That was when I first knew that I wanted to pursue a career in marketing right after ninth grade, after taking all of my business classes. Um, and so they helped me kind of map out my career track um, by, you know, taking business-related and marketing-related classes. Um, and I wanted to go to Oakland University because I've, I researched their business program. And they were also, they happened to be located near um, the three major auto companies, Chrysler, Fiat, VW, and Audi. And so looking at it from a job prospect perspective, um, that's also why I picked Oakland University. It was local. You know, a lot of great career opportunities there, and they supported me um, throughout my entire time at OU while I got my bachelor's and then eventually my MBA, Um, and then supporting me once I started Think Impact. Um, You know, my parents, um, you know, my dad having his own company, I was able to get business-related tips from him from an entrepreneurial perspective, and my mom working in in a corporate setting, um, she was able to provide me with some great guidance as well, and so having that foundation um, really allowed me to thrive and, you know, have confidence in myself to launch my own company, and they've been uh, my biggest supporters in every endeavor that I've chosen to pursue, and I'm very thankful for that. That's great. Next, tell us something that most people don't know about you. I mean, of course, your family, close friends know this, but people that work with you day to day don't know this. Um, so for me, I've, uh, I've been a world traveler um, and have been uh, fortunate enough to explore different cultures, both from a work and um, personal perspective. From a work perspective, it was interesting to see the cultural, the different cultural aspects, the typical business day, um, you know, and kind of compared to how we have our lifestyle here in the U.S., it was different. So seeing the work culture, the diverse culture that they have, the relationship building. Um, and so that's probably something that most people don't know, but I've traveled most of the world and look forward to exploring more. Yes. Yeah. I wish everyone could like travel to one country and not, and, and Canada, Mexico doesn't count, you know, like, like <laughs> New York or Asia. Like, like in Italy, I was there for the army. Like Italy shuts down oh, nice. three every day before I think it was called, what it was called. Yeah, definitely a different, different lifestyle. So I understand you have a book to recommend for our listeners. Yeah, I have a couple of different books. Um, the first book is How to Win at the Sport of Business. Um, if you can do it, I can do it by Mark Cuban. Um, the book mainly talks about uh, Mr. Cuban's entrepreneurial journey, about how he started different companies along the way for eventually ending up as uh, one of the Shark Tank co-stars. And he also provides very... Um, very good tips for young and, uh, you know, aspiring entrepreneurs to kind of, you know, just grind it out, work hard, don't give up, you know, you're, you're going to face tough um, roadblocks along the way, but to keep going. So that's the first book that I would recommend. Um, the second book that I would recommend is The Lean Startup by Eric Race, which talks about how different businesses in different countries um, can still manage to maintain a sustainable work environment uh, within business. And also talks about two um, key concepts, one being the minimum viable product, which is a technique that allows first mover advantage businesses to take to capture that market share within that particular industry, and then adjust along the way once they get feedback from you know other business related coworkers or if they get enough funding from investors or VCs. Um, and then the second concept is called the, the Lean Canvas. Um, it's different from our traditional business um, plan, 
Um, you know, it focuses on the problems, solution, key metrics, and advantage, but in a much more succinct way compared to um, the traditional business plan where you have to lay everything out and it can be a bit more time-consuming. This approach um, allows us some clarification for that. And then the last book is called uh, Blue Ocean Strategy, um, which is based on the idea of the difference between a red ocean and a blue ocean. The red ocean being where you're competing against other companies within the same space. Um, you know, you're trying to beat them out, beat them for competition to get more clients to provide your services at a low cost. Um, that way you can beat out your competition. Whereas the blue ocean um, is the idea where, you know, if you're a first mover advantage company, you can take um, a decent amount of market share within that industry you can differentiate yourself and you, you know, you can be, uh, you can leverage that to your advantage. Um, so those would be the three books. that I read. There's one tip from Mark Cuba. I always remembered I'm paraphrasing here. I think he said something like, you know, if you spend money on t-shirts and company swag, I can, I can guarantee you're going to fail. And that's, yep. that's always stuck in my mind. So whenever I see a company, like a bunch of swag, I'm like, Oh, Mark Cuban wouldn't like this right here. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Next, can you show your social media links for yourself and your company for so people can reach out to you? Yeah, um, so we're a very active, um, obviously being a digital marketing company, we're pretty active on social media. Um, so we're on Twitter at Think Impact First. Uh, we're on Facebook, facebook.com slash thinkimpact1 backslash um, Instagram at Think Impact First. And then um, Taj Yale on LinkedIn. Um, I don't have a Think Impact First page on LinkedIn yet, um, but that's soon to come. Um, but for right now, um, you know, you can just type in my name, Taishio, and um, I'll be glad to connect um, with you and your organization. Right now, where are you getting the most traffic from? From Instagram, Facebook, Twitter? What's your most traffic coming from right now? Uh, right now, LinkedIn, um, just because it allows us to showcase our talents to prospective clients. Um, and we've seen a lot of traction from that, um, especially after interacting with um, different companies and their um, C-suite or marketing-related personnel. Um, it allows for that easy interaction to take place and to turn that into um, a prospective client. So LinkedIn, um, and then we've also had some requests through Facebook as well. So what kind of the end of our talk? Can you give the listeners any last words of wisdom or advice on any subject you don't want to talk about? Yeah, so for any young entrepreneurial um, individual that wants to experience, you know, it's not designed to be an easy journey. You're going to face a lot of tough roadblocks along the way, but just use that as motivation and remember why you started the company and use that as motivation to get through those difficult times. You know, just stay hard, work hard, stay determined, put all your passion in it. Um, you know, in my early entrepreneurial journey, I've certainly ex experienced some good times and some bad times. Um, through the bad times, just kind of picked myself up, dust myself off and started, um, you know, pursuing new clients again. And uh, that's part of the journey and be passionate more than anything. You know, make sure you enjoy what you do. If you don't enjoy what you do, then it's, it may or may not necessarily be the right um, career path. Thank so you. My advice. Ted, thank you for your time today. I really appreciate it. I know you're a busy person, and I just thank you for doing this with me. Oh, thanks for having me. Uh, I really appreciate it, and really uh, appreciate being uh, um, on your show, on your podcast. And to our listeners, thank you for your time as well, and remember to be great every day. 
This is the Kavnis HR Podcast, and we want you to be great every day. Join us as we transform the human resources outsourcing industry while we talk to small business owners, founders, and people in tech, startup, and HR spaces. Now, please welcome your host, Jason Kavnis. 